back, quarantineagers. So good to be back with all of you today. Once again, I'm Haley, and I'm here with Piper, Rachel, Skylar. Today, we also have some very special guests for later on. Today, we're going to discuss the impact of COVID-19 on student lives. I mean, as a student, I would definitely say that COVID has impacted me academically. Yep, due to campus shutdown, students are now doing online learning. Problems such as learning loss and the student achievement gap are arising. Overall, I think that school has been very different and difficult for everyone. Everyone has had to adapt to new situations, especially with learning and just day-to-day life. Yes, school closures have most definitely exposed inequities and shortcomings within school districts. We are currently enduring unchartered territory in which none of us are familiar, which can be comforting, but it has also created extreme worry and stress. Any more thoughts from my lovely peanut gallery? Yes. Many varying needs have been exposed as a result of this distance learning, forcing school systems to develop new educational programs to meet every student's needs. This pandemic has also increased the disparity in learning opportunities among different socioeconomic statuses. Disadvantaged students are suffering more from these gaps in opportunity during this time than ever as their resources provided by in-person learning are cut off or eliminated. An interview by Paul Ravel. The former Secretary of Education for Massachusetts and Francis Keppel, Professor of Practice of Education Policy and Administration at Harvard Graduate School of Education, explained the Gazette revealed some interesting information regarding this increasing equity gap. Paul Revel said some students will be fine during this crisis because they'll have high quality learning opportunities, whether it's formal schooling or informal homeschooling of some kind, coupled with various enrichment opportunities. Conversely, other students won't have access to anything of quality, and as a result, will be at an enormous disadvantage. Generally speaking, the most economically disadvantaged in our society will be most valuable in this crisis, and the most advantaged are most likely to survive it without losing too much ground. So what they really mean is that more inequities and changes in school has been shown, including different learning opportunities from people for people with different socioeconomic backgrounds. Students that are more privileged and have more access to high quality learning are doing better with adapting to school. The students with less opportunities have less resources and access to quality learning. Yes, definitely. As a Link Crew leader, I have also noticed a significant disparity between low income and high income students as far as the resources that are available to them. Many of the lower income students are struggling more in their classes because they lack some of the helpful opportunities that are available to the wealthier students. I will not speak for everyone in this lovely group, but distance learning has definitely been more challenging than in-person learning in a few aspects. Yeah. It has been so difficult for me to focus while in class because being at home presents me with a ton of distractions that reduce my attention span while in class. Also, class via Zoom is awkward, and as a result, in-class discussions are not very helpful and rarely occur. It is hard to feel comfortable interacting with your classmates and teachers through Zoom, and it has definitely been an ongoing struggle. Emotionally, Zoom school also makes me feel drained and overwhelmed more than normal school in some situations. I agree. In normal school, it was comforting to have friends and teachers close by to turn to for help. But being at home in my room now is substantially more difficult to reach out for, to teachers for assistance. Yeah, I usually feel motivated and determined when I get home from school, but after online instruction, I feel tired and sometimes exhausted as I know that I need to complete more online assignments. It's pretty clear that all of us are not enjoying distance learning because it creates a more stressful environment that drains us. It's been a struggle. Yes. So, now to redirect this conversation to some academic skills that have most definitely been lost as a result of COVID school closures. 
A New York Times article, Research Shows Students Falling Months Behind During Virus Disruptions, explains the negative effects of COVID on students. Some of the effects are that high school dropout rates could increase and younger children could miss out on fundamental concepts such as phonics and fractions that prepare them for a lifetime of learning and working. The average student could begin the next school year having lost as much as a third of the expected progress from the previous year in reading and half of the expected progress in math. Yes, that's definitely going to be a large issue. That's insane. That's a lot. A separate analysis of 800,000 students from researchers at Brown and Harvard found that through late April, student progress in math decreased about half in classrooms located in low-income zip codes, but only by a third in classrooms in middle-income zip codes, and not at all in students in high-income zip codes. Wow. A majority of students are not consistently doing remote assignments. They are not receiving good grades, and some have parents who are working outside the house or who are not tech-savvy and are unable to assist with online schooling. Overall, I think students can feel more unmotivated due to online learning, and this can lead to a loss in interest to want to learn. Also, the loss of school from the first few months of when COVID first started led to not being able to finish learning all of the curriculum. Also, the way that students are getting their information has changed. Many students have to find ways to do their assignments remotely. Students are also expected to need a greatly increased level of social and emotional support from counselors and therapists, in part because of the impact of spending months in social isolation, often while families experience job loss, economic hardship, and health distress. So, now to shift to our spectacular guest speakers. Today we have Noah Silverberg, Kate Sheldon, and Capri Gallo. Wonderful students they are. Hello, I am Capri Vivian Gallo. Hi, I'm Kate Elise Sheldon. So happy to be here. I'm Noah Silverberg. I'm really glad to be on the show. So first up, I am wondering how COVID has negatively impacted all of you guys academically. COVID has impacted me neg- negatively because it's harder to interact with my teachers and it's harder to focus. I totally agree with that. It's really hard to interact with my teachers. Yeah, a lot of the time I would ask questions. Like I have questions that I would ask if like before class, but then I can't do that. So I just don't ask them and I'm just yeah, yeah, and it's too. definitely like you can't stay after class to talk with the teacher. You can't, there's not really like royal time. I guess there's office hours, but it's kind of always awkward if you go into office hours and there's a bunch of other kids in the Zoom and you have to wait your turn yeah. or like anything like that. Yeah, it's yeah. just there's like yeah. less time in class to even like ask you questions because you have to just be on task and be doing like each assignment. So it's kind of hard. Yeah, I mean, we only have two thirds of the class time, and since we're a lot of us are taking AP classes, it's harder to prepare ourselves for the AP test only two-thirds of the time and uh, normally SM normally has um, less time per class anyway than most schools do so it's like double negative really yeah it's, yeah. it's just really hard like communicating with teachers thank you so much for your wonderful answers now do you feel that this horrific virus has resulted in any academic setbacks for you guys Yes, the AP test, take, like it was so hard to take it online. I couldn't submit it, so I had to email it, and that was just a lot of extra stress that yes. I really didn't need. And it was just, I don't know, it felt a lot harder than it would have been otherwise with the weird format. Yeah, but that sounds really stressful. For my like AP Chem test, when I went to submit it the first time, like three minutes early, it didn't submit, so I had to go back to like my tech ticket and like reclick and like everything like that. So like I lost like a substantial amount of time that I wish I had. 
yeah, not lost. I know like a lot of people who had to like do the second date of the test because they just lost it and they couldn't submit it. And I know they were really upset. I and, actually had yeah. to do that for my French test from the school issued iPad. I didn't know I couldn't do it on there, but <laughs> yes, that resulted badly. I, I actually kind of like the online AP tests. I think it sucks that that happened, that some of you guys couldn't submit them, but I still think overall that it was actually a pretty good experience. Having shorter tests, um, shorter tests that still, I think, sort of uh, covered most of the course material was, was pretty good for me. Well, I think that for, for, some, <laughs> for some of the subjects, that is true. Like for chem, it still covered a lot of the bases, but then for history, we just had to write one essay and that was it. And like my prompt was like really obscure. And because it was that the history, the entire history test was just that one essay that was like really hard because I didn't understand the prompt. Yeah. Oh yeah, also, I really felt that. Yeah, <laughs> also for the history test, I know some people got really easy prompts and other people got really confusing prompts that were really hard to understand. And it was kind of, I felt it was unfair that some people kind of got the easy way out for the test and others didn't. I agree. Okay. Um, even that my prompt was one of the harder ones for AP World, but I still felt that it was way easier than in person. Like, I remember taking my apes test freshman year, which was rough, but then <laughs> compared to the AP World test that I took last year, I think that online it was a lot easier. Yeah, and I think for psychology it was a lot easier too, especially I was a lot better at the psychology response versus the multiple choice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then as far as like in school like academic setbacks wise i think a lot of people are just suffering from not being able to have in-person connections yeah. with yeah, like people like just including tutors and like with your friends like it's really helpful before a test to like see in person like work with people and yeah, go over notes together and like be in class with people like yeah. i feel like it's just a better experience. yeah i think it just like allows information to like stick better in your mind right breakout rooms are really difficult because yeah. most, yeah. most of the people are just sitting there with their cameras and microphones off so then i just sit there with my camera and mic on just to annoy them so then when i'm typing when i'm writing something they can hear my keyboard clapping. and then they're like what are you writing then, yeah i know so they just well i don't even think they're in the same room as their device really i think they're probably like eating something in the kitchen or but, asleep but yeah or asleep, I sleep or, or asleep but, yeah, uh, i try to i try to get them to turn on their mics but and then you like ask really one work. question and they answer and then they just go back they, to yeah, silence. Exactly. And, and like, the teacher, oh, yeah. the teacher will send us in a break room. They'll say, "Okay, discuss, discuss this," and then I'll say, "Okay, so what did you think?" And then they just don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, so then I say, "Okay, good, no, good yeah. answer, good answer. Thank you for that." Exactly. It's yeah. like awkward, and it puts you in an awkward like position. And I, just, I feel like it's not fair when people don't like contribute to the breakout rooms. Yeah, it's not very fun. And it's like weird when you're like, okay, what'd you get for this? And they didn't say anything. You're like, okay, me too. Like, yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, kids can just make up that they have mic problems or camera problems. Yeah. And then the teachers have to say, okay, yeah, sure, that's fine. But, yeah. but now we all know that. And like the whole minute. iPad setback too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's like yeah. one kid in the whole class who probably has an actual tech problem, but then the rest of them are yeah. just saying yeah. that they do. Right. Or, they, or they don't even pretend that they have a that they have a problem and they just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also awkward when like the teacher comes in and they're like, why are you guys not talking? It's yeah. like, it's like it's I awkward. tried. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I actually did try to talk to them. And like Rachel and I, at least we were presenting for bio. And like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the kids in our group had like a, like, supposedly he had a tech problem but he really just like didn't have a tech problem and then when the teacher came into the room and started asking him questions all of a sudden the problem was resolved and it was all good and oh. i was like oh okay yeah. so Sounds i think that's good. frustrating yeah it's really frustrating thank you guys
guys so much for your opinions. So now let's talk about the impact of COVID on college students and college in general. With online school being a new normal for the time being, college students and families feel that they should not be paying the same amount while getting less education. Although not everyone is online, some students are going back to their campus to participate in full or part-time in-person learning. Students being on campus causes an increase in COVID cases, especially when students are not following the implemented regulations. Definitely. The New York Times article, As Colleges Move Classes Online, Families Rebel Against the Cost by Sean Hubler gives insight about how students and their families are upset with the cost of tuition in the current situation. There are different cases when it comes to the cost of tuition of college. Some are the same, some less, and some more. Each college is a unique situation. At Chapman University, increasing cases force the campus to move to all remote learning. I suppose that makes sense, but remote learning is definitely frustrating. Yeah. 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 Many parents are upset that they're paying full in-person amounts while their kids are learning remotely. Other families across the nation are asking their university to cut tuition. At Rutgers University, more than 30,000 people have signed a petition called calls that calls for an elimination of fees and a 20% tuition cut. Some families have gone as far as to sue, although they are still in the early developmental stages. Oh yeah, it's really upsetting that the tuition for some colleges are the same even though they're not in person. Yeah. Politico talks about how some colleges are penalizing those who do not follow the COVID-19 rules. At the University of Alabama, over a thousand students have tested positive for COVID. Many other colleges and local governments have implemented rules that if certain members of mem- number of students have COVID, then the campus will shut down. An example of this is the New York governor said that if colleges report 100 cases that test positive within a two-week period, the college must go remote. Throughout the country, there have been parties thrown on college campuses, which either cause two-week isolation or campus shutdown. Wow. Besides the facts about how college students are dealing with COVID, there are also a lot of personal stories. I have a friend, Jessica Erickson, who goes to Lewis and Clark College in Portland. She is a freshman this year and feels like her college is not equipped for online learning. She explained to me that the Wi-Fi is not fast or strong enough to support all of the students, which stops students from doing their assignments and learning properly. That is so incredibly frustrating. I can't even imagine what that would be like. Yeah, she's also really frustrated that they kept the tuition the same, even though they were remote. Not only is it affecting current college students, but high schoolers who are currently applying to college. For both current seniors and juniors, touring colleges is almost impossible, making choosing college even more difficult. Yeah, COVID has also made testing extremely hard for seniors in high school. The college board said that 46 of the testing centers have closed, and more than half of those open have reduced capacity. On August 29th, this caused 178,000 of the 400,000 students that were able to register to be unable to take the SAT or ACT. Although for most colleges, testing is optional, it still causes much stress for those who want to take the test. Yes, and just to summarize, I think that we have to acknowledge that high school students are not the only ones who are struggling during this time. Colleges have also had to adapt to changes that COVID has brought. Yeah. And even though colleges have had to adapt to these changes. Some college students are ignoring the fact that it is important to be vigilant in preventing the spread of COVID. Because of this, many students have gotten COVID and have had to quarantine for multiple days. This can impact their mental health, which can also impact their schoolwork. Also, just like high school students, online school is very stressful for college students. Yes, I completely agree with everything that you just said. 
So, our wonderful guests, back to you. What are your thoughts on the impact COVID has had so far on college students, college in general, and maybe even the college application or testing process for you? Hi, it's Kate again. So, my I want to talk because my brother is applying to college in this year, and he's been having a lot of problems because when he needs more community service hours, like he doesn't have the 60 yet, but like nothing's open. So, it's kind of hard to find out how to do that. Plus, just because he can't, like, play basketball or do all of his extracurriculars, he just doesn't have as much on his application because he can't do anything that he would normally be doing. Yeah. Yeah, I think going back to the community service thing, I know a lot of places are closed right now. And, like, places, like, I used to volunteer at the hospital, but I clearly shouldn't and can't be doing that right now, like, going to where, like, people who are getting treated for COVID are. And a lot of things are closed, and so it's just kind of harder to get those hours, I think, which is frustrating. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, me too. And I also think, as far as community service, it is harder. Like, having such a long break from community service, it's harder to get back into it, especially if you're trying to have, like, a sustained community service. Yeah, a sustained Wait, involvement. Didn't, didn't they take away the 60-hour requirement, or was that just That was last for last year's year seniors. But they'll probably take it away then this year, wouldn't they? I mean, yeah, but, like, if you want, like, the 200 or whatever yeah. on college apps, then it's, like... Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I used to volunteer at Moxie, no which is, like, a... To have the same but, like, it looks yeah. good on, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Kate, what were you <laughs> no, saying? Like, I was no. just saying that I used to volunteer at Moxie, which is, like, kids' museum, and, like, I don't want to be around a bunch of young kids. Right. I don't you even know? know if they can go. Cause yeah, like, it's closed. Yeah. So I don't know what to do. Yeah. And all my... I don't know. I used to volunteer a bunch of, like, just summer camps, which is all... Everything's yeah. closed. Yeah. And what are you guys thinking as far as, like, SAT, like, testing process? Well, um, mine has been canceled two or three times now, I think. And then uh, I was trying to take subject tests last year, but then those also got canceled. Um, and also, one of the one of the cancellation emails went to my spam, so I didn't even find out that it was that it was canceled until the day after the date to sign up again. So I could have signed up again, but then I it was too late. So that sucks. I haven't even like signed up yet because I think it's just so frustrating and for the seniors this year I know a bunch haven't even taken like their right. SAT or ACT yet and right. so it's really and frustrating yeah. for them yeah so yeah I think that's one of the reasons I like haven't signed up yet or anything like that because I know I was just talking the other day Skylar and I were talking to our friend Sam and he was saying like all of his SATs have been canceled and I know that a lot of them are really frustrated because SATs that are being like staying open and everything like that a lot of juniors are filling up those spots and then the seniors seniors aren't getting those scores and they need to get those scores really really soon that's also why i'm signing up though now because if it keeps no no well the thing is if if it i know it's selfish i guess but but if the if i if it does keep getting canceled then i'm gonna keep getting canceled Uh, hopefully one time i'll get lucky assuming covid keeps going through next year um hopefully i'll get lucky and take it before before i apply to college yeah same i'm signed up for one next month which is like you guys are calling me out but it's basically just because i wanted to like i don't even know if i if like that's if that's still going on also i was like in the middle of my like studying process i was already like starting it before this all happened so i didn't want to like disrupt that and i have to completely restart you know Yeah, yeah totally 
and like seniors are going to be applying to colleges and then right. their college apps are going to be sent in and soon, yeah. yeah very soon and those uh, applications are due soon so they aren't going to be taking yeah. those tests a lot forever of, a lot of people are flying to different states to take the test yeah right. that's yeah. crazy i also feel like um like even though colleges aren't necessarily like requiring that you have the test i feel like it just gives you like leverage to actually have like a good score oh totally right. when yeah. you're looked at like compared to someone that has the same gpa as you and one of you has a test score and one of you doesn't yeah. they're gonna probably i feel like there's also a disadvantage for a lot of people who like can't like fly to a different state you yeah. know yeah. oh definitely that's totally fun. also people who can't like get a tutor right yeah. now and it's just like i don't know i think it's unfair for some thank you guys now Time to discuss the impact of COVID on the social and family lives of students. Because of COVID, we have been unable to see friends or make any physical contact, resulting in a lot more technology use. Some people hang out with others anyways, increasing the likelihood of the spread of COVID. I think that friendships are very important, and when you are social with people your age, you have much more fun with them than you do with adults, specifically your parents. Definitely. COVID-19 makes teens social distance, which is likely to throw these developmental patterns out of whack in ways that could take a toll on teenagers' health, behavior, and academic performance. When you don't get to see your friends and have minimal social interaction, it can definitely take a toll on your mental health as well. The absence of in-person peer interaction can negatively affect youth social skills, including reduced comprehensive comprehension of nonverbal emotional cues. Yes, I completely agree. Without friends to hang out with, boredom can give way to risky behaviors. In addition to providing a source of stimulation, deviance and rule breaking can function as an opportunity to exert independence from parents when physical distancing is not an option. And given that spending time with friends is the primary reason teenagers look forward to going to school, academic motivation may significantly decline. Physical distancing can feel as if it's placing life on hold. The truth is that the clock keeps on ticking. Birthdays, graduations, proms, homecoming, vacation plans, births, and funerals are just an example of the many significant life events that adolescents may have missed experiencing due to COVID-19. Social distancing, stay-at-home orders, and limits to gatherings have affected their ability to gather in person with friends and family to celebrate or grieve in typical ways. You can't really do much because everything puts you at risk for COVID. Yeah, since COVID has caused people to social distance, families are having to spend more time together. In the article, A Work in Progress, Family Resilience, and COVID, it explains how family interactions have changed during this time. Rothman, an assistant professor from NYU, states, Family resilience and the ability to weather and thrive in difficult times means that balancing the t dual task of maintaining stability through schedules, rules, structures, adapting flexibility to the needs and demands of changing set of circumstances. Another conflict that families are dealing with are sibling issues, which could definitely have a negative impact on the whole family. Yes, I've gotten into many arguments with my sister, especially when I'm cooped up with her for so long. Yeah, and overall, teenagers' social life has changed due to quarantine and COVID. It is harder to hang out in larger groups and celebrate milestones in life. Being stuck in one place doing one thing is bad for the student's mental health. The one thing that can be seen as positive or negative is spending more time at home with your family. Spending more time with family can lead to more arguments and fights, but it can also allow the family to bond more. Once again, turning to our exceptional guests, what are your guys' thoughts on how social and family lives have been impacted as a result of COVID? So my family life has definitely changed since my parents are divorced. I now stay with my mom more and it's just like an awkward shift between houses. And for social life, I feel like I don't see my friends as much and that's been a struggle. Yeah, it sucks. Yep. Yeah, it's been hard, especially because a lot of people that I was friends with 
Like I was friends because we had like the same classes together and now that we don't have that, I just don't see them because the only time I would see them would in school. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah now they're same. just like acquaintances. I, yeah, like yeah. the in-school friends that you don't really hang out with outside mm-hmm. but you like chill with. And That's they're cool. your friends, but like now it's like... Yeah, yeah. now it's like... And it's I kind agree. of like... It's hard to rebuild those friendships. Like, I know I was talking about this with you earlier, Kate, like, the other day. Like, it's kind of weird that, like, we used to be close to, like, so many people at school, and now, like, we're only, like, close with, like, our best friends. But yeah. it's, like, weird going back to those other friendships. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, and even when we go back, it's, like, hybrid, and... It's, like, it's, it's not the same. Yeah. 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 And you're gonna have to, like, wear a mask, so and you, like, can't yeah. touch yeah. each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely agree. And I think without like being in person it's hard to, it's harder to reach out definitely like it's kind of weird when you see each other in school it's easy to be like oh like hey what are you doing this weekend oh you're free like great like let's hang out let's do something and like to keep someone to a plan whereas like over like social media or like text or anything like that it's definitely odd to yeah. like and ask someone you don't really know if you're like planning on like social distancing you have to like figure out a plan right. to hang out for that so yeah, it's yeah. like we're just gonna sit outside or like what are we gonna do right yeah. yeah and you have to like follow like you have to be very explicit about like what you guys are kind of gonna do to be like safe and everything like that oh yeah it's definitely a lot more like planning we are going to do this yeah. Yeah. especially because it's like the beginning i wasn't allowed to see like anyone so that just now that I'm like, oh, hey, guys, haven't seen you in a while, haven't talked to you, but do you want to hang out? It's like yeah. they kind of like forget about you because you're not. <laughs> I would never forget about you. <laughs> I feel like also like parents are more strict about like hanging out with people. Definitely. And like, I don't know. I just feel like my mom's like at the beginning and even now she's like, don't like go out in like too many, like two mm-hmm. big groups of people. Yeah. And it's also like different families are more strict about yeah, covid rules mm-hmm. than other families my parents my, par- my parents are like really weird because they all like strongly like enforce they're like did you social dance with them and i'm like yeah but then like if we're hanging out with like another family then it feels like just like the same rules don't necessarily like apply to them which is kind of weird so i don't know i don't know about that yeah yeah, yeah and i feel bad because like some of my friends like they aren't allowed to go out, out at all and then i feel like my parents are getting a bit less strict so i feel like people mm-hmm. like they, they just miss out yeah right yeah like they're left out of stuff mm-hmm. um noah i know like with my sister too and you have an older sister like may, like your parents may have been more like lenient with her but like how do you feel like are you, they lenient with you or like your younger siblings um they're they're a little lenient with me i mean my dad's a doctor so he we can't really like he can't get the virus you know yeah um but zoe zoe I, she's in college, so I, I don't think she's being too careful about it. But 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 I think that I think that her 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 school sort of um, I think I think that they're suspending people who who got in large groups. I'm not totally sure how it works, but I think that they're actually being somewhat safe about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and they have pretty low rates. I think. Yeah, I know a lot of schools are doing that. Yeah. What about you, Rachel? Kind of like with your sister. Um, well, my sister, she, she goes to Arizona, University of Arizona, and she got COVID. Um, and they're not too strict about it. I think it's just because it's a public school. And I think Zoe's sister goes to a private school and it's a smaller school. Zoe's sister. Zoe's sister. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Noah's sister Zoe goes to a private school. Sorry. Um, anyways, but yeah, my sister did get COVID and she had to quarantine for two weeks and she just um my mom got her a hotel room because usually they have these dorms where everyone who got covid goes there but my sister thought that was like kind of uh, like gross and yeah. not like gonna solve anything so um my mom 
got her a hotel room for a few nights for like 10 nights and she stayed there and she only had minor symptoms and I think most of the people who have COVID or like everyone in college who got COVID and at, at University of Arizona they don't have horrible symptoms like they don't have to go to the hospital but they do have minor ones like a headache or like stuff like that yeah and how's like everyone's like relationship with their siblings changed um, me and my sister, I mean, we've gone, I would say, closer, I guess, over the past six months. Like, we tell each other a lot more stuff than we did before. But also, since we're together so much more, it just feels like we argue a lot, which is kind yep. of rough. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. sister and I have definitely gotten closer. Like, especially in the beginning, we had time to like, hang out with each other. And, like, we never had time before to hang out with each other because she did gymnastics for, like, 12 hours a week and I did dance for like 12 hours a week and we had different schedules and you know she's yeah. in fifth grade so she's still young but we really got time to connect although I'm getting more annoyed with her now yeah I feel like me and my sisters are the same two are at college now but when we were all home it was definitely tight yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you we know, can't do anything else yeah I feel like my brother and I have gotten closer I think also that's because of school and like mm -hmm. he's in high school now and I'm a junior, so I've been in high school, and he's asking me more questions. But I think we're also like closer at home because we're home now more. So that's something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Noah? Well, I I didn't realize Zoe was gone when she left for college for like oh. a week or so. I think. <laughs> no. Um. So I don't really talk to her that much now. Also, I think I've talked to her once or twice, maybe. Oh. Now let's get into COVID's impact on our absolute favorite thing, social media. Social media has become a beneficial way that teenagers can educate a large audience about the many social and political movements that are going on in the world and our country right now. Yes, social media is bringing families closer together during quarantine. A few months ago, many parents would have scoffed at the idea of ever learning a TikTok dance with their teenagers. They would have said that they didn't have time or too busy or that learning a choreographed dance for an app called TikTok is just plain absurd. But now that we're all quarantined with nothing better to do, it has become an entertaining, interactive way to connect with friends and family. I agree, and I can spend hours on TikTok without even realizing it. Yes. Another social media platform that we use is Instagram, which is a creative way for people to stay in touch and share what they are doing over quarantine. TikTok is another way that teenagers are showing their opinions on the many social movements that are going on in the world and our country right now. There are many political TikTok pages that post their opinions to try and educate more people. Many teenagers use Snapchat as a way to communicate with friends and family. Over quarantine, I know that my use of Snapchat has increased due to me wanting to stay in touch with more of my friends. Yes, me too. And because of COVID, it is much harder to hang out with bigger groups of people. Many families are strict on who can hang out with whom, which can be upsetting for people who have bigger friend groups. There are also many limitations when going out in public to how many people can be in the same place at once. This makes having celebrations such as birthday parties hard for teenagers. Not having a birthday party the way you wanted it to be could be very upsetting. Personally, I have found that when I see large groups of, of teenagers in public, I feel that they are being extremely irresponsible. My friends and I have found many creative ways to socially distance and also still have birthdays by doing drive-by celebrations. Yes, those have definitely been really great. Also, many teenagers have been unable to get their driver's license or the process is completely delayed. This can be very upsetting for teenagers because part of growing up and being a teenager is getting your driver's license. Also, getting a driver's license is a way for teenagers to feel more independent. Gaining independence is very important for teens because when you're an adult and you're going off to college, you have to know how to be independent. 
As a result, we can't visit friends that live out of town or in far places. Yes, traveling right now is not happening for many people. This means not being able to see friends or family that live out of town and require travel, airplane, or train rides. This can be very upsetting for connecting with friends and family. Yeah, and according to the Kids Health article, as kids get older, too much screen time can interfere with activities. They explain how the activities interfere with being physically active, doing homework, playing with friends, and spending time with family. The amount of screen time can also contribute to obesity, attention problems, sleep disorder, neck and back issues, and problems at school. Matter of fact, I went to the chiropractor less than a week ago. An article in the Berkeley Greater Good magazine shows how toxic social media can be for teens. There has been a spike in the amount of time teenagers spend on screens due to an increase of social media use and online use. The amount of screen time is likely the cause of ongoing surge in depression, anxiety, and suicide that began shortly after smartphones and tablets became widespread among teenagers. Yeah, I can only imagine what the prolonged amount of time that we're spending on our phones is having, like the effect that that's having on our health. Yeah, Yeah. and they don't even know yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Psychologist Jean Twenge studied multiple data sets analyzing large-scale, long-term scientific studies which have clearly shown that American teens who spend more time online are more likely to have at least one outcome related to suicide. Nearly half of the teens who indicated that they spend five or more hours a day on a device said that they planned or attempted suicide at least once, compared to 28% of those who have less than an hour of screen time a day. Yeah, screen time has been making me get more headaches than I'm used to, and I've become a lot more anxious. Because I have been spending more time on social media, I feel more tired, and I'm usually in a bad mood if I don't get out of the house. Yeah, me too. And so, from what I'm hearing, I think we are all pretty happy that we have had social media to keep in touch with our family and friends. Social media is also a good way to relax and talk with friends. I know that we have all been going on our phones way more than usual, and going on technology can have bad effects on our health and mental health. And finally, turning it over to your guys' absolute favorites, our wonderful guest speakers once again, Noah, Kate, and Capri. How has your interaction with social media changed over this quarantine period? I've definitely been using social media a lot more to interact with my friends, like Snapchat, to still talk to them, and yeah. Yeah, I have been too, I think, and also like TikTok. I've been going on TikTok (laughs) so much. And just like even today, I know like we were making like TikToks, and I don't know, it's just kind of... It's a fun thing to do with, like, yourself to pass the time. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. Way to waste my time. When you're stuck yeah. at home and you have nothing to do because you're quarantined, it's kind of, it's nice to have that access. access. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, totally. Or when you're bored in class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of what we said before. Like, with online class, they can't see you, so it's so easy when you're bored to just slide your phone like under your camera and but just, yeah that's yeah. also it's also bad because then you're not paying attention to class which yes exactly yeah. right unfortunate <laughs> oh yeah noah any thoughts on social media i don't really use social media um why I is mean, that i just don't find it that that fun i guess it's not what, what do you do with your time um i don't know i usually play with my dogs Nice. With my dogs, <laughs> uh, I play with my dogs, or I watch House Kitchen on YouTube, of course. Of course. Um, <laughs> so good. I don't know. I don't really 
do that much. I think it's like fun. <laughs> that one, I dropped Piper's laptop on oh, the floor. Yeah, it was nice. It's <laughs> Sorry about hey, that. Guys, back to Rachel. Um, I think the laptop's okay though, thankfully. <laughs> um, but as I was saying, I think social media, it's nice to like keep in touch with people that live out of town, family or friends. And I usually go to a sleepaway camp every summer and I know Noah does too. And we go to different ones though. Uh, but no, <laughs> that's another topic. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so it's just nice because I can still like keep in touch with my friends who live out of town, like out of the state even. So I think that's a good way that I've used social media this quarantine. With social media comes screen time. So has everyone's screen time increased? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even just from being on school, like, I have school and then I have dance on Zoom and it's just a lot for my eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not great to be sitting in front of a computer all day and it's really not good for your posture either, which no. I definitely know from personal experience. <laughs> I have to go to chiropractor yeah. kind of a lot, so yeah. I just feel like since there's like not much like there's not much else to do, mm -hmm. so I'm just on my phone for like eight hours a day and it's really not good for me. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting how, yeah. that we'll see like how that ends up playing out, I guess, as we get older. Like, yeah. if that's going to end up actually, like I mean, it definitely will have effects on our health, but like, I'm interested Oh, it see. already is, and right. we just like don't even know, which and is I, crazy. I'm scared yeah. to see how and much I feel worse like it's going to get. my attention span has gone way yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Hard to sit down and do something for like a prolonged mm -hmm. period of time without like reaching for my phone, yeah. like... I have to, like, put mine in another room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah my phone actually broke a few weeks ago. <laughs> don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't. <laughs> I don't... Uh, okay, but my phone broke, and so I didn't have it for a few days, and it was weird, like, in class, like, on Zoom. I would, like... like paying attention. I would pay attention, <laughs> but, like, I was actually, like, paying attention and, like, having to listen, and it was just... I guess it was different, and it was just weird also, like, not, like, having social media for a few days. And you were so frustrated. It was frustrating, <laughs> yes. You were like, I want it back. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're very attached to our devices. Yes, we are. All of us. Maybe not Noah. <laughs> I guess. Well, I, I go notes. on a device. <laughs> the video while. games. I'm not really on my phone that much. And now that I have games on my calculator. Right? I mean, that's. <laughs> 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 now you have games, you all set. Yeah, no, yeah. Now that I have games on my calculator, now I'm all set, really. All I need is the calculator. <laughs> no phone. Just to summarize everything, students have been impacted by COVID and it has affected their social life, school, and use of technology and social media. Additionally, the transition to online school has been easier in higher class families due to them having more access to learning resources and it has been harder for lower class families with less access to opportunities and resources. Yeah, I really feel for those families and I hope they can get help they may need. It is such a bummer. Yes, it really is. And the transition to school has also been difficult to college students and it has been upsetting for high school's juniors and seniors that want to visit college campuses in person to learn more about the school and its atmosphere. And all I think a positive way to look at this is we're all going through the same thing in one way. COVID has impacted all, our, all of our lives and we have to all learn to adapt to these new situations. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in this week and we hope you had a wonderful time on this journey with us. Catch you later, quarantine agers.